With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. All aboard for Dometic. Everything you need for adventures big or small. Mobile living made easy. Dometic. It's time for All Aboard for Dometic. Everything you need for adventures big or small. Dometic Mobile Living Made Easy. Our special guest this morning is one of our all-time favourites. He is the host of iFish, one of Australia's longest-running fishing programs, and without doubt is he is Australia's most well-known uh, fisherman. I speak none other than Paul Worsling. Good morning, Pete. How are you? Good morning, lads. I tell you what, that was a tyre pump-up. Thank Mate, you very much. Mate, I tell you what, I'm sitting here, and that was definitely not on my script. I've got a lot of bad things to say. I am just waiting, Aaron, to pull him down a bit because <laughs> we spent a little bit of time, probably a month ago, we uh, we travelled to Lakes Entrance, Paul and I, to meet a new um, distributor for Real Brand to help us with manufacturing and, and just reaching more people. And we got into a bit of a, a conversation about AdBlue, so for those, that- oh, I reckon I know where this is actually. I actually don't know this story. I got a feeling I know where this is going though. So, so we, you know, Paul's got this beautiful new Silverado. It's it's gorgeous, Paul. Say it's saying it's not going to start up, Paul. Like you buy a car and you don't even know how to use it. <laughs> is this true, Patrick? Uh, now my tyres are definitely deflated. Uh, there was a little issue with that blue. I'd never added blue to a car before. I put a heap in before I left home. It did, the computer wasn't saying it was in there. And then Patrick jumped out of his Ford Ranger and it actually had a Superman cape on as he flew towards me. And he said, oh, I know Ad Blue. And I won't tell everyone why you know Ad Blue, Patrick. But yes, <laughs> I was about to say, there's a story here. <laughs> not, not all superheroes wear capes. Let's just say that. He thinks, he, he, thinks he does. And, and where you don't put Ad Blue, I'll give everyone a free tip at home. <laughs> you do not put it in the fuel filler. Because if you do, you will destroy a engine. Which I you. actually had to pick you up and take you to Melbourne that time after you did it. We had yeah. a meeting, a thing in Melbourne, and I said, "Why?" And he goes, oh, "I'll tell you on the way there." Anyway, I, I just just come back to me. Anyway, we've totally destroyed the intro to the great <laughs> Paul Worsling. Paul, now we cannot wait for iFish this coming year. It's obviously been an incredibly challenging period um, for everyone right through 2020. But one of the you know, the most important parts about your show is travelling to different and exciting places right around the world. Now, that has obviously been disrupted and will be for the foreseeable future. How has iFish adapted over the, the last sort of few months, particularly when borders have opened and shut, um, you know, within the matter of hours? It's obviously been a real challenge for you. Yeah, it's definitely been an interesting one. And what, what COVID has taught us all is that there's, there's always another way to skin that cat and... Uh, I was going to Port Stephens and that got cancelled due to weather. And then the next day they had that outbreak there and had I been there, I would have got stuck and had to quarantine. So that worked out well. I'd organised a big trip to Port Lincoln, probably put 100 hours of time into it. I'd packed all my bags, which takes about 10 hours to get all the gear you need for everything. Had them sitting at home. I flew to Tassie for a birthday party, 
Tom was going to pick me up at the airport. Port Lincoln got closed overnight, so that trip went down the chute. Um, it's been interesting. I was lucky enough to get into Tasmania in amongst it all and caught the biggest King George Whiting in the world, pretty much, up to 62 centimetres, which was huge. And uh, I've got some other little trips planned now. But what it's been, what has been so good is that I've got to fish my backyard and do some incredible stuff on snapper, on whiting, on flatties, on tuna, all the stuff around here. Um, it's just been so good, and I get to now show the whole world how incredible Victoria is. So I'm pretty proud of that too. Obviously, a big part about what you do is is going to different areas, but it's also fishing off boats. You, you're running two boats at the moment. You've got an Extreme 795 and a 605 Centre Console. Whilst we talk about fishing in your backyard, let's focus on the 605 Centre Console. It's a beautiful little boat, and when it comes to being incredibly easy to use, easy to launch, you can go out, have it launched within you know, five minutes and all of a sudden you're, you're fishing Black Rock or wherever it might be. You're obviously from, from the coast over on the Mornington Peninsula side. It's a really easy boat to, to take Jet out and Christy out for a fish um, off the back of let's go fishing and all of a sudden you can be there doing it. And, and look, I think it is an absolute luxury to have two boats. I'm very fortunate. But uh, on Saturday, I woke up, come downstairs, Jet said, let's go diving, let's go diving. And within half an hour, we had the little boat off Mornington. We were we were spearfishing for three hours, catching some pretty cool stuff. And then you get it in, and it literally is the hose it down, and you're done. It's so easy. One of the cool things about it is I asked the team at GFAB who built the trailer to put an extendable drawbar on it. So you pull a pin out, and the drawbar extends by 1.8 metres for, for beach launching, Murray River launching, all that sort of stuff. Uh, it's just stuff. I also modified a few things. I put a beautiful casting pad on the front of it. A, a lean bar. Uh, yesterday, the team was over fitting a new hummingbird down to the to the bow. It literally is the boat. And Aaron, you fished offshore, and it really is the boat that can do everything, which is pretty rare. Now, I have been fortunate enough to fish on both boats with Paul. And uh, let's be honest, it doesn't matter what brand, what company, whatever it is. I'm not a centre console person. I did. <laughs> I, if Paul's going to pick me up, you bring that 7-9 Game King that you've got, please, even if we are in the Malakuta River or wherever we are. Because I, I uh, not yeah, not the most favourite centre console, but no, it was a good boat. We got some beautiful tuna in it, didn't we, Paul? The, uh, off, off Barwon Heads there. We filmed a nice episode there for iFish. But your seven nine five Game King, that's my sort of boat, Paul. Uh, take us through that boat. Why this, Why such a big boat? And Because uh, it, it is a big boat. Like you said, you've got the big truck now to tow it. Why such a big boat? It is an amazing boat and an extremely good platform to fish out of. It is amazing. I'll tell you what a snobby is, Pat. I took him out tuna fishing in the centre console. <laughs> and when the episode goes to air, you'll notice in the third break, suddenly we're in a 795 game. <laughs> uh, we actually had to swap, swap boats because Aaron was going to have a mutiny on the bounty. I'll, um, ta- I'll take the, it. The, <laughs> yeah, the 795 Game King, seriously, I was lucky enough to go to Pakatani, uh, which is the town over there in New Zealand where they built Hold it. Hold on a sec. Paul, and, we need to put a beeper in there. What did you say, sorry? Uh, at Fakatani, <laughs> yep. and it's, it's actually spelt with a WH. It's very weird, um, but a beautiful part of the world. I did not want to get into a boat unless I'd actually been in it and tested it in rough conditions. I think too many people buy boats off a showroom floor. I was lucky enough to go out in the Game King, and I, I, I remember running back in where they were building them. Just before I left, I ran in and stood in it one more time, and I just went, wow, this is the only boat I can physically have because I got to pick from the lineup and uh, it's about 50 centimetres wider than the, the standard boat. It's got a beam of 2.8 metres. Huge. And it is just, it's everything. Like, Red, you were, you were on there. Like, to be able to climb up on the roof and stand on the tower to be able to spot fish, to be able to cast poppers off the bow with the sea deck. 
Um, I had six people on the boat on the weekend in the bay and never once did you turn around and bump into someone. It is just that roomy, it's ridiculous. Now, I've got to ask you a question. You can actually go, you can option this boat with a single engine or you can go with twins. Why have you gone with twin yummies? Uh, that's a really good question. And uh, someone actually nailed me at the, at the boat ramp the other day and asked the same question. Twins, there's a couple of reasons. One, it looks damn good. It looks <laughs> um, and I think, and I think as, as my dad used to say, Pat, if you can't play football, at least get your socks up high and look like a footballer. So I'm not the best fisher in the world. I've got to look good. Um, having the twins, I, I did have an instance in the last few years where I did have a motor malfunction and I was offshore and literally my second motor got me in safe. And I think that's a huge plus. So those two engines also have counter-rotating props, which means the props spin in opposite directions. And what that gives me is the ability to drive the boat and steer the boat with the throttle. So I don't need to use the wheel. I actually did a test where I drove from Port Phillip Bay all the way into Martha Cove, up the channel, and docked the boat at the pier without touching the steering wheel. And now, I reckon that is so cool. Now, not only cool, I, th- I think... The boat that size, we'll call it eight metres, an eight metre boat of that size. And even, Paul, when you come over to pick me up in Queenscliff and the likes, getting around marinas can be extremely different, difficult to move big boats, especially with a single engine or if you don't have counter-rotating props. Now, that would make a hell of a lot of difference when you're parking that boat in the marina there, wouldn't it? And especially getting it off the trailer and you've got boats in summer. You can spin it around in the, on, on the spot in the actual boat ramp area itself and get yourself out of a situation if, for instance, you were drifting with the wind. 100%, and because it's got such a big cab and such a big size, you get 10 knots of breeze. It's like a sail. Yep. So to be able to, to, be able to just tick the, tick the bum around or tick the nose around, uh, the difference is just unbelievable. I've got to say, it was a bit daunting getting this boat at first, like getting in the other driveway, getting into the shed. It's a big weapon, but you just take your time and go slow. There's so many advantages when you actually get on the water that it is definitely worth it. And uh, those counter-rotators, even on my old boat, I didn't have counter-rotating props. You could actually feel the boat sort of getting screwed around and feeling like it wanted to lean to one side. Yep. Whereas this thing, it just goes like a dream. There's, there's no hum, there's no noise from the engines. And then, of course, we've got the trim tab so I can do whatever I want with the nose, which is pretty good. Paul, what can we look forward to with iFish over the next few weeks? And what's something that you're looking forward to filming this year that you've got in the pipeline? Uh, a little, he's looking forward to just your little mate sitting next to you now. There's a little episode of Paul and I on there, I think, yeah, coming haven't, up. Have yeah, you? There's a little episode coming up. That's what you should be well, looking forward to. It might be the episode with Aaron and I'll give you the tip. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> no, look, it's a really good stuff. One of my favourite little episodes coming up this Sunday where I was down at Malakuta fishing for flat and it was blowing 40 knots and I was keen to film something before I come home. So we stopped in at the Snowy River and in three hours just caught monster brim one after the other in ridiculous, horrible weather. But it just goes to show when life, when life gives you lemons, you can make lemonade if you think about your fishing. And um, I'm just trying to do more stuff where, even when I'm by myself, just trying to teach people the basics and get them excited to go fishing. But from a, from a long-term perspective, I'm just excited to get these boats into state. I'm really keen to take the big boat across to Western Australia and do a three-week road trip, uh, visiting some of the places I know so well and maybe hit up Exmouth and get a few miles out of it and also just to get into Sydney and then maybe head north. And I want to do those trips where you literally hop up and down the coast, as you guys have done in the past, a different port every second night, and just meeting different people, doing fun stuff. And when you do that out of your own boat with your own tools of the trade, I reckon it just feels a hundred times better than stepping on a charter boat. I, I am available that week. You go to WA too, so just give me a call. <laughs> 
no dramas at all. Happy to help. <laughs> We're looking forward to those adventures. Paul Worsling, host of iFish. And if you want to catch up on any iFish episodes or better, you can actually also subscribe to the iFish TV YouTube site as well. PW, thank you so much for joining us this morning, talking about iFish TV, but also the boats, the boats in which make the magic happen. Red's Review for Club Marine. Insure your boat with Club Marine, Australia's leading provider of boat insurance. Call and ask for a PDS to see if this insurance is right for you. And now it's time for Red's Review for Club Marine. And Patrick, I've passed the baton over your, to yourself today because you do love your little uh, products and your reviews, especially when we're talking about the Dometic product that is on range. There's a hell of a lot of products on that website. Take us through what you're talking about today. Talking about the Dometic slide-out kitchen. Now, these are an expensive item. They're starting at around three grand, but they really are a must for every RV. Now, what we've seen over the past six months, we've seen a caravan industry that, that has struggled a bit to all of a sudden, you <laughs> cannot you cannot find a caravan. You can't get them in dealerships. It, it, it has become extremely popular to get back out and experience Australia again, which is great to see. Now, one of the things that we love whilst we're out camping, and it's an integral part about enjoying any camping adventure, and that's cooking. And this is where the Dometic Slide-Out Kitchen uh, really comes into its own. It's got a three-burner cooktop. It's also got a sink, um, and it's got great built-in um, storage as well. So it all sits in one really compact unit. It'll slide out for, for easy use and then it slides back into the compartment where you store it um, so it doesn't get in the way and also protects it from being knocked around. So, so you you reckon you could uh, use these, use that on, for instance, like a, uh, I guess, a tray? Like if you buy, a, say, a Land Cruiser and have a tray on the back, could you set this up on a Land Cruiser? Absolutely you could, yep. It's all customizable, so the same for the same reason that you buy it to put on a caravan yep. or to put on a camper um, or to put on an RV, you can use it in the exact same way and you can install it like they do slide-outs on any um, full drive. So they are expensive, but you pay for what you get when it comes to quality items and this is no doubt one of those. For more information on Dometic's slide-out kitchen, head to dometic.com.au. That was Red's Review. We'll see you after the break. That was Red's Review for Club Marine. Need insurance for your boat or jet ski? Get a quote from Club Marine, Australia's leading provider of boat insurance. Call or search Club Marine to find out more. Ask for a PDS to see if this insurance is right for you. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.